Hi there. Thank you for listening to the audio version of my blog. I'm truly grateful that you would spend a few moments of your precious time to listen to some of my thoughts. Enjoy the episode. Yeah, I thought long and hard about writing this post. I paid too much attention to the title of the post as well. I think at least two of my posts have the word toxic in their titles. Well, I guess a lot of the things I learn in life come from some uncomfortable situations, some even being toxic relationships. Oftentimes when we are comfortable, there is no requirement for change. It is only when we are faced with challenges, we are forced to push ourselves past our comfort zone so that we may overcome those challenges and grow in the process. Disclaimer, LOL. Before you get overly misled by the title, let me just repeat to you what you probably already know. Not all people or relationships are easy. Not all are toxic. Not all toxic people. Relationships are easy to identify and even if they are identified, not all are easy to walk away from. It might be worth inserting a disclaimer that I am not a relationship guru, licensed counselor or expert in this regard. The things I write on my blog are purely things I have learnt and observed in my own experiences which might or might not be different to yours. But I do hope that what I have learned might be helpful to you in your own journey. So let's get into it. What are toxic relationships? It might help to first define what toxic relationships are. The dictionary defines the word toxic as an adjective for something that is poisonous, destructive, dangerous, lethal and so on. And relationships are the way in which two or more people or things are connected and or the state of being connected. Toxic relationships don't only involve people but also things. Those things could also be situations or circumstances, they could be fleeting moments that occur. Those things could be within our control or completely out of our hands. There are so many nuances to what a toxic relationship could be slash mean, but the bottom line definition of what a toxic relationship is, in my opinion, when the connection between two or more people slash things results in the destruction of one or more of the people slash things that exist in that connection. Let me be very clear. Most of the time, it's not that individual people, or things, that are toxic on their own, it's the relationship between the two, or more, that often become toxic. So think twice before you send this to your ex-lover, this might apply to you as much as you think it applies to him slash her. People can be toxic too. When someone truly wants to create harm, when they love to hate and they are controlling of you to the point that you are unable to wholeheartedly pursue your God-given purpose, that it robs you of your peace and it causes you to stumble, then that is for sure a person with a toxic heart. So it is wise to examine and understand a person's values and morals before even getting into a relationship with them. However, do not get me wrong, just because you and your friend got into a petty argument one day, doesn't mean they are robbing your peace and it's not a good enough reason or excuse for you to walk away. It probably means, you guys have to learn to forgive one another and understand each other better. Every relationship has tension, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. We should be careful to take the concept of toxicity too broadly. It's not synonymous with difficult people or circumstances. As Christians we are meant to seek and save the lost, and the lost are difficult people in difficult circumstances by definition. Which brings me to the next point. Tension in relationships. There are moments in every relationship, especially in relationships between people, where tension is introduced. Simply because people are not inanimate objects, we have values, feelings and preferences. We all have our own belief systems and moral frameworks that might not always align with the other people that we get into a relationship with. There might be things that we agree on and things that we disagree on. And the things that we disagree on tend to introduce tension in relationships. Tension ISNT a bad thing. As a gym goer, I would say that tension isn't necessarily a bad thing. When I work out at the gym, especially when lifting weights, 
I introduce tension into my muscles. And that tension causes the muscles to work harder and sometimes cause minor tears in the muscle tissue. But with time and when done correctly, those tears cause the muscle to build up stronger than they were before. In the same way, when tension is introduced in our relationships, this serves as an opportunity to grow in understanding of each other and grow in complementing and strengthening each other in areas that we may be weak. From tension to toxicity. On the other end of the spectrum, if I'm at the gym and I introduce tension into my muscles the wrong way, maybe I'm lifting too heavy or maybe my posture is bad, this is when I risk injuring myself. Sometimes, when misplaced or abused, the very tension that creates strength in our relationships can cause hurt and pain. Most of the time, relationships become toxic when tension is repeatedly misplaced and abused. When one or more people exploit each other's weaknesses for selfish desires. The fine line between difficult and toxic. There is a very fine yet clear distinction between difficult and toxic people. What we sometimes have with difficult people is what I spoke previously about, tension. Tension, when it is handled correctly is an opportunity for growth. The only distinguishment between difficult people and toxic people is how they respond to tension or maybe how they create tension with ill intent. Toxic people are difficult too, but in a soul-killing, relationship-destroying, purpose-stalling, hate-loving, controlling and detrimental way. It is important to draw that clear distinction when determining what is actually toxic and what is not. Remember, it's not just in human relationships. It could even be your relationship with the thing that is toxic. The best clarifying question to ask yourself could be, is this relationship tension causing me to grow or not? If the answer is no then it is toxic. Walking away is not failure. For the longest time in my life I was clueless how to handle toxicity in relationships. To me, the end of a relationship, separation was always a failure. Especially as a Christian, I thought it was my job and responsibility to love people regardless of their wrongs and give them chances to change and be better. And yes, some people do change and some toxic relationships do get fixed over time but there are some toxic relationships that are just hard to break through. So one day with all of this confusion on how to handle some toxic relationships in my life, I consulted one of my mentors who happens to be a relationship counselor who works mainly in the Christian dating and relationship scene. I was talking to her about how one of my friendships with someone was starting to drain me and I just couldn't break through to them. This mentor of mine just said, Joel, I recommend that you do not engage with this person. My immediate reaction was confusion, because to me, that meant breaking off the relationship and that eventually means that the relationship has failed. That's when she pointed me to instances in the Gospels and showed me how many times Jesus walked away from someone and allowed someone to walk away from Him. Matthew 27 12-14, Luke 23 9 and John 6 67 to name a few, are instances where Jesus either walked away or let people walk away. My eyes were opened up in that moment. Previously I would have felt like a failure if I were to end a toxic relationship and or continued in that toxic relationship which would have perhaps been detrimental to myself and other people involved. But when I realized that even Jesus went through this and had to disengage in certain relationships, it gave me some hope. I have come to understand, that the end of toxic relationship isn't necessarily a failure. In fact, it's a step towards true victory. The Word of God remains true that we should strip off every weight that slows us down, especially weights that keep us from running the race that is set before us by God. Hebrews 12:1. How to walk away. Here's the toughest pill y'all. As easy as it can be for me to say that we just have to walk away from those toxic relationships, sometimes it's easier said than done. Relationships involve heavy investments, they need effort, time and even money. Needless to mention that these relationships have emotional and spiritual investments as well. It's not easy to walk away from things that we have invested in.
As you walk through this journey of life, I pray that the Holy Spirit will convict you and guide you in your relationship journeys as well. That He might help you discern what is the right step to take in each decision you make even in your relationships. If you are going through a difficult situation where you feel like you are in a toxic relationship or you are in a relationship with toxic people or things, you may also feel like you have some toxicities within yourself that you want to get rid of. I'm here to tell you that you are not alone. Regardless of how much you messed up, there is grace available to you to help you overcome your challenges in life. If you don't believe me, you can believe the Word of God Himself in 2 Corinthians 12 9. However, I am so glad that the Bible gives us some really good advice on how to walk away from toxic relationships through the relationship between Abraham and Hagar. I found this is Mike Todd's book, Relationship Goals. Let's read. Early the next morning Abraham took some food and a skin of water and gave them to Hagar. He set them on her shoulders and then sent her off with the boy. She went on her way and wandered in the desert of Beersheba. Genesis 21:14, NIV. We need to end toxic relationships. Quickly, Abraham initiated his breakup. Early the next morning. He didn't wait. Kindly, Abraham gave food and water and set them on Hagar's shoulders. Cleanly, Abraham let Hagar and Ishmael go without holding them back in any way. Sometimes walking away and letting people walk away, can be the best thing we do for ourselves and others. I pray that you continue to walk in the purposes of God for your life and that you cherish the relationships you have in your life. But also, I pray that He will give you the courage and discernment to walk away from relationships that hinder you from the very purpose for which you were created. This has been a long post and a heavy one. I hope that this post has been encouraging and enlightening to you. If you want someone to talk to, you can find me. I'm here for you, but more importantly, God is with you even in the darkest moments of your life. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. If it has been useful and life-giving to you, I hope that you would like it and share it with some of your friends and subscribe wherever you're listening to this from. Thank you so much. Have a great day.